it's realizing that this profession, that dentistry is a, it's a service industry. There's, it's customer service, man, and we do it well. I've got it down. It's all about hiring the right people, putting them in the right place, and making sure they're all on the same team with a common goal of treating the patient with utmost, just the best excellence in customer service. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, this is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes under certain categories or topics that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners. This month is going to be about not forgetting about the human part of business. Often we forget about the human part of life. We often forget about the human part of business. So look for self-care tips, fitness, burnout, purpose, biz and personal, personal branding, motivation, drive, success, understanding your why, and of course, how important customer service is. But at the heart of it, it's all about remembering the human part of business. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dr. Michael Moosey of Doctor of Amusi General and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Michael, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Awesome. And what I want to do is just read a little bit about Dr. Michael so you can learn a little bit more about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Dr. Moosey is a native Texan born in Dallas and raised in Lubbock. He received his undergraduate degree at St. Edward's University in Austin and went on to attain his Doctor of Dental Surgery at the University of Texas Dental Branch in Houston. Dr. Moosey has been in practice since 1998. He owns two practices, one fee for service cosmetic practices and one in-network insurance office. You'll find him at his flagship dental practice focusing primarily on cosmetics and reconstructive dentistry. He prides himself on exceeding the required continuing education for dentists each year and strives to keep himself and his practices up to date on the latest techniques and technology. Dr. Moosey, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Uh, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's do it. So the first question I had is just peeling back the onion a little bit and hear a little bit more about your CEO story and what led you to start your business. All right. All right. Basically, as a young dentist coming out of school, you've got two options. You can kind of start an office by yourself, put up a shingle, do your own thing. And it takes about seven, eight, nine years to finally get a following to where the business becomes lucrative. The other way would be to buy an existing practice, somebody that's been practicing for many years, who already has the system down, which is what I did. I went out and bought this. I actually went in, found a guy in a certain area of Austin that I wanted to be in. I bought him out. I actually employed him for another couple of years. And that kind of endorses me to all the patients, make sure there's good retention. So basically, you know, I become the owner and the CEO of this company. And, and that's kind of how I ended up where I am now. Oh, that's awesome. And, and it's kind of like buying a franchise, so to speak, because you already have somebody that has the systems and everything in place. But it's even smarter because you, you kept that person on because I'm sure they built, the patients probably built a rapport with that. Exactly. Dentist, yeah, have an opportunity to exactly. kind of... Exactly. So they trust him. They trust him. 
if he endorses me, then they're going to most likely stick around and hopefully I don't lose too many of the patients. And, th- and that did work out like that. So it's, here I am 20 years later and uh, things are we're still going strong. Yeah, 20 years. That sounds like you're doing pretty well. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Well, what I, I wanted to do is uh, drill a little bit deeper and hear a little bit more about what you're doing at, at your two practices. Sure. All right. So, so basically, like you said, I've got a couple of practices. I'm going to focus on this one. This one is... This one is a my flagship office, like you said. It's the one I've worked in for 20 years. I uh, basically, I do, it's a general dentist office, right? So I still do all the, the cleanings and the drilling and filling and all the stuff that you people go to their normal dentist for. But mm-hmm. then additionally, I do a lot of big construct, uh, reconstructive cosmetic cases. It might be, it might be 10 veneers. It might be 28 crowns with some Invisalign, some bonding, whatever it takes to do the smile makeovers. So, so it's kind of doing a little bit of both. So basically, like I said, I have a I have a practice that's a general practice where we do just the regular dentistry, crowns, fillings, cleanings, just things you would go to your regular dentist for. And then I have a I've been focusing over the last few years on really becoming a, a cosmetic dentist where I'm doing a lot of the smile makeovers where we implement things like Invisalign, do a lot of veneers and whitening and bonding and things like that just to address the smile makeover clientele or patients. It turns out to be pretty lucrative that way as far as the business side of it goes. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much where I am. And those are the services I'm providing at this point. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's good because you're covering size because obviously you have yeah. the cleanings and everything. Yeah. You're, you know, interestingly enough, what happens is these practices that become strictly cosmetic, it tends to dip and rise and fall with the market. So if you're, if people aren't doing well financially, they don't do the elective cosmetic stuff. So those practices can hurt. So I've kind of got it covered both ways. Yeah, that's really smart. I didn't even think about it. like the, the rise and fall of the economy. Yeah. You have the general stuff because everybody needs to get their teeth clean, yep. taken care of, but exactly then you right. have the other stuff too. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. 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 And now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce, which is like your differentiator or what you feel sets you and your organization apart. All right. All right. For me, it's, it's actually simple, but man, it's, it's realizing that this profession, that, that dentistry is a, it's a service industry. There's, it's customer service, man. And we do it well. I've got it down. It's all about hiring the right people, putting them in the right place and making sure they're all on the same team with a common goal of treating the patient with utmost just the best excellence in the customer service. Aside from the energy of the doctor, the fact that the team that I've put together, they provide such exemplary service. Like I said, it's the right people in the right place. And and so, yeah, basically what I was getting at was, yeah, we do great technical work. The crowns are good. The fillings are good. But the patient never feels that. They never know how good a, you never know how good a job your dentist does, right? But you do know how they made you feel. And so in, in my office, it better be well taken care of. Because again, that's what people, that's what they remember is how good you made them feel. So like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a service and we just better do it right. And that's what keeps them coming back because my business thrives on repeat business and referrals. Yeah. So that's my secret sauce, man, is treating them, just realizing that the game is a trust, is a, is a customer service game. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I'm having people that develop that connection with them probably keeps them coming back, like you said. You, you never know that you yeah. went to 
Yes, that familiarity that the patients, it's the fear of the unknown that scares them. So when they come in and they see, re they recognize friendly faces. And once they've been through here, they even have a, you read my reviews, people oddly have a good time coming to the dentist. And, and that, as far as getting feedback, sometimes when hearing that I've got a great cosmetic case or that I blew it out, out of the box on this case, sometimes just hearing that they were so well taken care of is just as rewarding for me. So yeah, I'm just happy to be doing what we're doing and taking care of the patients like we do. Now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this could be an app, a book, or even a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient as a business. Got it. I got this. So this is, this is great. With modern technology, I'm, I, I did this just this morning. So check this out. I'm working with the patient. There's mm -hmm. something I, I don't know what it is. It's a pathology on the gum. And I do this daily. I've got a group of two or three buddies and colleagues, peers, whatever. And we all have each other at the touch of a dial, man. So I take a picture, I send it to three or four buddies and say, hey, what's this? What are your thoughts? And within a couple of minutes, I'm, I'm working on the patient. I hear bing, bing, bing. I've got an immediate response. So there's no, it's not like I'm going to refer you to my oral surgeon. Mm -hmm. I actually text my oral surgeon and I have the answer within two minutes and, and I'm putting the patient on the right meds. And so that's how I went this morning. And so it's, it's an everyday thing where I'm, hey, what do you guys do in this situation? Or vice versa. They use me the same way. You know, how do you do these when, you, when you've got a veneer and you've got this scenario so we can feed each other and, and, and it just cuts off so much time. Basically, it's real time consulting while the patient's in the chair. I'm asking two or three other guys or even specialists how to handle a certain, a certain scenario that, that may come up. So uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an invaluable resource. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice you might have or if you jumped in a time machine and went back and talked to Dr. Michael Moosey earlier on, what advice would you give yourself? Man, CEO nugget. For me, the CEO, it's about creating the right environment. It's a healthy work environment for mental health, mental wellness. You know, what I've noticed is these, when these employees are happy, they don't mind coming in early, staying late, just doing the work. We've all got to go to work. We've all got to have a job. They might as well be happy at it and not be complaining about it all the time. So I also noticed that even a happier, even almost a passionate employee definitely is a lot more productive right? You're, and when they're more productive, their work is better. That allows me to do my thing. My work is better. It's just good all the way around. It's, it's a fun environment, friendly. Like I said, I find that happy employees show up and show up physically, but mentally. So that, I, that's a biggie for me. I think the work environment is the one thing the CEO kind of sets the tone, kind of creates the, the energy, and then the employees can follow, follow suit. So, uh, I think that's an important, you got to lead by example and your energy is contagious. And uh, like I said, this, just the, the energy or the, the environment, it's only going to lead to better production. In my case, happier patients or clientele. Now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We might've already touched on this a little bit, but what does being a CEO mean to you? Ooh, man, that's a good one. To me, it's just shouldering this tremendous responsibility to accomplish the vision set forth by the CEO or the owner of the company. It's up to the CEO to set the tone, like I was saying earlier, the energy, the employees, and the, the direction or focus in order to accomplish that company's goals, right? Basically, that then you got to transition or translate even that vision to employees and maintaining the course even as employees come and go, right? It's easy to get in 
into this rut of just day after day, a routine routine job where it's just another day at work, especially as it, as it goes on through the years. So it's up to the CEO to kind of keep that ship pointed in the right direction. Like I said, things are coming and going. So it's up to that CEO to keep things on track. Basically, here's where I was going. I was talking about employees and employees come and go. And then the work over year by work, year, it's easy for to get off track over time. And, and it just becomes going through the motion. The CEO keeps the business on track and he's the one who takes the blame. If the company's doing well, he gets the kudos. If the company's doing bad, he's the one that gets the blame. And it might not even be his fault, but he's the one that's going to take it, that's going to take the hit. Like, and I, I just keep going back to it's up to the CEO to have the right place and the right time. Basically, that's kind of where I'm coming from. It's just like I said, it's that vision that the CEO or the, even the owner of the company has and the CEO makes it happen or keeps it on track. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And that definitely hits home as far as like being able to execute the vision and be able to bring on the right people. And like you said, enjoying the fruits of the success, but also understanding that even if it's not your fault and then things don't go well, you still are the leader and kind of like the captain of the ship. So that stops with you. Sure, sure. Totally. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Moosey, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out of your schedule. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know, and then also how best they can find and get a hold of you. All right. All right. Yeah, man, I, I think if, if I had anything else to add, oh, I'd say a CEO falls on you as to whether or not the company is successful or not. And even if it's not your fault, you're going you're gonna, to, like I was saying earlier, you're going to take the hit. Like I said, Keeping it on track seems to be a common theme. A lot of times what this can include is measuring the performance to make sure you maintain this expected outcome, right? And this can be done, like in a service industry for me, this can be done simply by asking clients for reviews or filling out some kind of return, some kind of comment cards. We're doing this in my practice right now. I actually have a I have an employee that, you know, I'm trying to see if the patients, they're going to always tell me that, oh, everything's great, Dr. Moosey, but I want, their, I want their true, genuine feeling. Do you like what's going on here? And maybe not just with this one employee, but with everyone. You know, what can we do better, basically? I think that's crucial for those who really want to excel and do better at what they're doing, which I do. And so, yeah, just a way of measuring your progress as a CEO. I think that's, I think that's an important step. That's pretty much what I would have to add. No, that's a, that's a big part of making sure that you, you're, you're keeping track of like what you're doing and how effective you are at what it is. And so that's a great point. Cool. Yeah. And now if people want to find out and visit either of your locations, what's the best way for them to, oh, yeah. to find out? Yeah, that's easy. You just look, it's either, it's Moosey General and Cosmetic Dentistry here in Austin, Texas. You use the web like we always do. It's, it's on the internet and you just call the girls and they, they get you, basically you make the phone call and they, they take care of the rest. They make it really easy. They'll get all your insurance information and all your, you know, other records sent if you need them. Or just, if it's simply a, something like a smile makeover, I do that a lot and it's just a complimentary consult where people can you know come in and have me look at them and say what do you think doc and it may be Invisalign it may be veneers and it just starts the process from there so that's pretty much it we've got a phone number 512-459-5437 the office and that's it just to get the ball going Awesome. 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 Well, thank you again, Dr. Moosey. What I'll do is I'll have those links in the show notes and that information so that anybody can follow up with you. But again, I appreciate all the awesome things that you're doing in 20 years is definitely doing something awesome. And I'm glad we got an opportunity to learn a little bit. 
Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. And like I said, man, I'm happy to say that if you have anybody, any listeners out there that, you know, they've got general inquiry, they want to know something about veneers, they want to know something. They may not, they may live in another state, uh, another city, but they just, you know, they've got got some general questions. What is a veneer? How long does it take for Invisalign? Whatever. They're happy to email me at at my office manager, Joanna at drmoosey.com, and I'll field those questions. I'll, I'll, I'll answer them right back to you. I love doing that kind of thing thing and just keeps me in the mix and keeps me on my toes yeah absolutely <laughs> well cool we appreciate that so we'll definitely add that in the yeah. in the show notes as all well. right all right all right and i'll cool. cut it off thank here. you so much thank you for listening to the i am ceo podcast powered by blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.